Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Genuine Chit Chat. This week is part two of my chat with Sophie. Now, if you guys tuned in last week, you'll know that I had Sophie on then, and we spoke about Iceland, um, our sort of Android versus Apple phones, um, going out with people and relationships, um, how to deal with exes, um, and a few other sort of things along those lines. Um, in this part, we sort of continue that on kind of thinly, um, and we talk about online dating as well as a catfish story of um, Sophie's, as in she was catfished online a few months back. As well as that, and talking about her moving down from Hull down to sort of Southampton, and we speak about wedding music um, from her mum's wedding and how bad the wedding DJ was, um, as well as just kind of the second half of the chat. It's a bit more free in, in a sense. We just kind of talk about loads of different subjects here, there, and everywhere. So you know, we talk about childhood cartoons, movies, being raised, sort of things, our childhoods a little bit. So yeah, that's what you can expect in this episode. Now, before we get started, there's going to be a promo by the Anythingers podcast, uh, and then it gets straight onto the show. Uh, I think that's it for now, really. Um, I'll be back at the end after the main sort of conversation, just to talk about a few other things, what I've got coming up, as well as a little bit more details of my social media things, and etc. So if you're really into the show and you're a regular listener, be sure to listen to that. And if you're vaguely interested and you're not a regular listener, then come on, listen anyway. Why not? Anyway, guys, thanks as always for tuning in, and I'll talk to you guys at the end of this. Focusing on just one topic while listening to your podcast? Do you want more spice in your life? Well, my friend, I think the Anythingers podcast is your solution. Here we focus on a variety of topics from gaming to sex, even music. If you're into multiple things rolled into one, the Anythingers podcast is for you. Now we're available on all major podcast listening platforms, and you can also follow us at our Facebook at the Anythingers. See you later. Welcome to Genuine Chit Chat, where we have honest conversations with interesting people. And I'm your host, Mike Burton. Two and a half years ago, I think, was when I split from my last long-term relationship, which was when I was with uh, the girl I was living with. I was with for like a year and a half. Um, and then from then, I was, I then was kind of kind of seen dating someone for like six months and then after that uh, I was just sort of back on the dating scene like standard and when I stopped seeing her that was around February of last year so it's been and I started dating Megan about two months ago so it was oh you're allowed to say a name I was trying to avoid saying her name but I've said it now anyway because I'm an idiot <laughs> so oh well it doesn't matter people don't know her last name or anything else I'm sure she doesn't bother it's easily traceable I've done that to people before, where they've mentioned someone to me, and I've gone, who the fucking hell is this? And within 10 minutes, I've found out where they live, where they work, and everything. Right. I am actually quite crazy. I don't know if you ever got that vibe, but... (laughs) I've known you for 18 months. I know that you're... But everyone I know is crazy. That's kind of... seems to be my thing. I just hang out with people who are all insane. I watch a lot of uh, catfish episodes... So I know how to uh, reverse image search and find out people's phone numbers. Everyone has a reverse image search. You just drag. Well, I image. didn't. You just drag an image into Google. No, because I can't do that on my phone. Huawei. Yeah, Hawaii. That's what I said. Yeah. Um. But no. So yeah, I can find out. I've been catfished so many times. That's probably the worst thing I find with online dating is getting catfished. 
Yeah. There's this one guy who's done it to me like seven times. That's the guy that when you were last over here, you were telling me about, weren't you? And you found the guy whose photo he was using and things like that. Oh, okay. So the story was, I was talking to someone on Plenty of Fish and he was far too good to be true. He was like a nine and I'm a five at best. You're not a five. Let me finish my story. <laughs> God. <laughs> See, what you talk the most. You interrupt perfectly good stories. While you're self-deprecating. Yeah, but it's what I do. So, And I just didn't believe a word that this guy was saying. So I Google image searched him and it came up with some guy's Instagram account. He got me on the WhatsApp and I Facebook searched his phone number and it came up with a different guy. Um, living in, um, and so I messaged this guy on Facebook and was like, so this is really weird, but are you talking to me on Plenty of Fish? And he goes, no, I don't know what you're talking about. Mm. Okay, that's fine. So I messaged this guy on WhatsApp. I'm like, look, I'm not funny. You know, you've, you're lying to me and I don't appreciate it. Mm. Just who are you? I know you're not the person in the pictures because I've seen the real person. Like, I've been on his Instagram account and I know you're not the person who owns this phone number because I've messaged him on Facebook. Mm. And he got really defensive. I was like, I am. I can't believe you don't believe me. Like, just don't even. Stop lying to me. So I messaged this guy on Instagram. Um, His name's Adam. First names only. And um, so I messaged Adam and I was like, look, I don't want to drag you into this, but someone's pretending to be you on Plenty of Fish. Um, And I'm just, I don't know why he's targeting me. And so Adam replied, quick as fuck, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Um, Can you screenshot me everything? Send me the number and I'll sort it out. In that proper Essex way. I'll sort it out for you. Okay. So I screenshot everything and then I messaged this guy on Facebook and I sent him exactly the same thing. Like someone's using this number to, you know, catfish me. Um, And it just, oh, it went on for about two days. And finally, it turns out that Adam is friends with the guy who is on Facebook and they all know the person that is using the number um, and it was all just this massive joke, um, blah, blah, blah. But I was like, okay, it's not funny. Why would you do that to someone? I don't catfish people. People catfish me. What? I don't get it. I've never understood catfishing. It's mad. It is It is weird. I mean, I don't, I don't really get it either because it's like, you know, yeah, you can talk to someone, you can kind of you know, lie about it for a while, but it's like when you eventually meet, the truth is gonna be there you know what i mean like you can use pictures of yourself where you know you look a bit younger or you look a bit thinner or you look a bit more muscly or you look a bit more you know all these sorts of other things which people do which i understand and then it's up but when you meet the person in real life you're thinking or oh, i've met anyone i think i think i've met i've only met three people from online and obviously one of them is you so none of the people but i don't look anything like my pictures one of the pictures you had on plenty of fish was made you look ridiculously young there's one picture that when we started 
seeing each other and then after we stopped dating and you got back onto the dating apps i said don't put that picture back on there yeah you did because <laughs> i thought all the other ones were fine and you look good in them and it looked like you but there's just one picture that just looked really you could tell as well because the camera quality is really bad it was like msn days so you must have been about 19 in the photo oh yeah i've been on enough plenty of fish since i was 17 yeah yeah whereas i because i went on it i was on it yeah because when i Stop seeing the person from uh, last year. I've been on and off it, on and off, yeah, on and off it for I don't know. It was only it was probably about a year in total, I guess, because it was like you know I was on it for a bit and then I met someone. Uh, we dated for like even less time than we did. I think it was like four weeks or maybe a month or something. Uh, and there was just no spark between us, for either of us. We just stopped seeing each other. She lived in Bournemouth, so it was a hassle for staying friends or anything. So, um, and then, then I met you. Oh, so we dated for a bit longer, but then you know we stopped seeing each other, and then became mates, and then we both got back on online dating a pretty similar times, I think. Although I think because I was going to get back on there, then I just couldn't really be asked because it was getting close to Christmas, I think. So I just mm. kind of, I kind of gave up for a while. I was like, I can't actually be bothered to put the effort in. And that was around the time that I started on the podcast as well. Um, yeah, you were a bit busy with all of this. Yeah, yeah, there was a lot going on around the time we split as well. So like, um, yeah, I started the podcast, did all that sort of jazz, and then it was just getting there Christmas. And as part of me was like, well, if I start dating someone at Christmas, I'm going to have to spend money on them. So mm. <laughs> that was only a small consideration. But most of it was just, I'm especially with starting on the podcast, I was just like, I'm so busy at the moment, I can't actually be bothered to have, to see anyone. You know, and I was already hanging out with, you know, a fair few amount of people anyway. So I was like, well, you know, I was hanging out with you, because that was obviously a few months after. Um, I was hanging out with you, I was hanging out with um, a few of my other friends a bit more as well, because I just had more time on my plate. Um, and then it got to the new year and I was like, still off it for a while. And I, I can't let me go back on it recently. I was just, I think it was just one evening. I was just feeling really low and sorry for myself. So I was like, you know what I should do? I should go on online dating, which is the worst thing to do because it just makes you feel worse. Yeah. <laughs> you have low self-esteem, you're on online dating and I it just... I love feeling like that. Let's get on Plenty of Fish, yeah. Plenty of Fish is the worst. Because I was on Plenty of Fish, Bumble and Tinder. Um, that's what I was on. Um, and... Obviously, I met you on Plenty of Fish. I met the girl before you on Plenty of Fish. She was really nice. Um, but then after that, I just had no luck at all. Whereas when I was on Tinder, I was talking to... I was talking to three or four women quite a lot. Um, and then obviously I started speaking to my girlfriend now. Um, and she was just way more interesting. And we clicked way more than the the other ones. So the other one, me anyway, which is fine. Uh, and then the other one, I just kind of stopped putting as much effort in. And then the other one, I just said, look, I'm basically seeing someone now. So it was fine. But Tinder, I had way more luck with it. But Plenty of Fish is a weird one because like... It's full of mentals. It's it, fantastic. It, well, you love it because it's, it's just interesting. But it's not actually very good for finding someone you want to date. Oh, God, no. I don't recommend it for finding someone that you want to spend the rest of your life with. But if you're feeling really shit and need cheering up, just log on. There are so many crazy people on there. It's great. Mm. It's. I feel bad because the people who made Plenty of Fish, like a lot of effort went into it. Like there's the whole relationship, chemistry tests. There's you putting loads of information about yourself. It's. A, it should be better than Tinder. Like the way Tinder is ish aren't on Tinder and vice versa. If you know what I mean? Because like Tinder, you'd assume would be for a lot more weird people and would be a lot more, a lot less sophisticated in a sense. But on Plenty of Fish, you just, everyone's. Aww. 
Did you say how? No, like, wow. Well, not... Less sophisticated. Well, it's more just like everyone's on Tinder, basically. And I'm only on Tinder because you made me download it the last time I was here. It's because all you do is complain about how everyone on Plenty of Fish is weird. Yeah, but people on Tinder are weird. But everyone is weird everywhere. But from my experience, people on Tinder, because there's just more people on there, you can go through so many more people and there's a percentage, probably the same amount of people are crazy, I guess. But I don't know. It just seemed like, oh, maybe it was just because on Tinder, because there's so much less information, maybe I was just less forgiving on Tinder. Because on Plenty of Fish, if I saw a profile picture and I was like, yeah, she's not bad looking. And then you go on a profile and it's like really awesome. It's like you can write on um, Plenty of Fish or anything. So it's just like, well, if they don't write anything interesting enough in that small paragraph, then gutted. Yeah, but when Tinder first came about, it was used for sex. So like, swipe right if you want to fuck me. Well, no, because I don't. Yeah, but the thing is, is that even though I agree, I think Tinder's Tinder has more people just looking for sex on it. But Plenty of Fish, you can actually choose as well. That's the funny thing. Because on Plenty of Fish, you can put the four options, can't you? Was what it, are you looking for? Yeah, it's like nothing serious. Just wants to date. Uh, looking for a relationship. Looking for someone to marry. Yeah, or something, looking for something yeah. serious, something like that. And it's just a bit. I remember looking at them, and I was like, I don't know what to choose because. It, I'm kind of was like up for anything in a way. I was like, well, if I met, (laughs) I was one of those mindsets where I was like, well, if I meet someone and they just want to have sex and have a bit of fun, cool. I'm down with that. I'm single. I've got no specific plan. Then if it was someone who just wanted to date, see how that goes, I'd be fine with that. And if it was someone who wanted something more serious and wanted to date in the intention of you know going into a relationship, then I was fine with that too. But choosing only one of them it's like well, but I kind of want all of them I, I don't know it depends you know there's yeah. there's some people I've met in my life who I would like to just sleep with and not get a relationship with there's other ones which I would have liked to have tried dating and see how that kind of goes uh, and then out of that lot I imagine there's a percentage who'd be probably fairly good to get in a relationship with but it's just having to choose between it and I was always like well if I put I want a relationship it's going to seem like I'm too desperate but if I put that I don't want a relationship, I just want a date, it's going to seem like I'm not committed. Yes, yeah, weird, isn't it? Yeah, you can't really win. But I don't know. I did, I guess. I went on Tinder and, you know. So the, the funny thing is with Tinder and Plenty of Fish is the way you win is when you delete the account or you delete the app or whatever. I deleted my Plenty of Fish account like a week ago. I forgot about it completely. I deleted Tinder and Plenty of Fish after I started dating. Um... I've said a name now anyway, Megan. Um, so, whatever. Uh, After you started dating this girl, that you're saying, Megan! <clears throat> yeah. Well, uh, you know, I deleted the apps yeah, pretty much immediately after the first date. I was like, okay, I want to date this girl. And then after the second or third date, we were talking about it. And I was like, I was, I'm just going to delete my... I hope you don't think it's too quick. I'm just going to delete my dating apps for now or anything. It's just, oh, I deleted mine. So, okay, cool. So, on the same page there. But I noticed I went into my junk emails... Uh, the other day, um, and I can't why. I think I was looking for an email from a certain something, um, and I saw that I was still getting emails from Plenty of Fish saying blah 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 wants to meet or blah 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 is in your area. And I was like, what? And I went on. I went on Plenty of Fish, and it had loads of notifications and stuff. And it's like, but in the options, I'd chosen the tick box of hide your profile, so no one should have actually been able to see my profile anyway. That's like as soon as I go on a date with someone. Um, uh, or once I start talking to someone on Plenty of Fish or Tinder or whatever, things start to get a little bit more serious. 
I end up, I hide the visibility of it so no one can see me. So there's just no worries of anyone seeing my profile, reading it, thinking he's awesome. I'm going to like him. And then obviously me never getting back to them. And so heartbroken, wanting to kill themselves. There's hundreds of heartbroken yeah. women who've I seen know. my profile. Yeah. yeah. Hundreds of them. There's I can swarms imagine. of them. Hmm. There's none of them. I think Megan was the only person on Tinder who spoke to me first. Wow. Yeah. She must be crazy. Yeah. Well, you've met her, so. I have, well, briefly. It was a fairly long evening. It was just not very one for talking because it was just crap, loud music playing the whole time. Whoa, it wasn't crap. Oh, it was your music taste. Wedding reception. It was crap. wedding reception music. It's not he crap. Was, he was a bad okay. DJ. He was a really bad DJ. He had. He was playing terrible music for ages. I mean, he asked me what your mum and aunt were called. Oh, their names? Yeah. Like, nice. when I first got there, and I was trying to take a picture of the cake. Yeah. Just minding my own business. Is it, so, um, do you know the, the people? Yeah. That's why I'm here. <laughs> why about the wedding? I, I didn't just sort of wander in, dressed up to the nines, and think, oh, that's good. An event that I can pretend that I was invited to. That's not how I spend my Saturday evenings, thank you. Um... <clears throat> But no, he he came up to me after I'd taken the picture. Like, so, um, how do you, what are they called? Is it Jan? And I'm like, what? <laughs> what do you mean? I don't understand the question. Is it Jan? Yeah, her name's Jeanette, yeah. Is it Anthony? Um, yeah. Well, I've got down here Kevin. What? <laughs> okay. Well, what did they say for you to say? Well, they said Jan and Kev. Okay, well, I don't know those people. So it's Jan and Ant. Just, you know, just, what a weirdo. What a shit DJ. Sorry if you're listening. You're not. (laughs) (laughs) He was, um, yeah, he was a pretty bad DJ. All the music he was playing was like, he wasn't playing things that were necessarily that dancey. And he wasn't playing things that were necessarily that like, oh my God, this song's playing. Yeah, everyone in the dance floor. It was just... Oh, I know the song, but no one really likes it that much. Oh, I know the song, but no one really likes it that much. And then I recommended like Cha Cha Slide, which is one of the best songs ever. And everyone um, danced. And everyone yeah. just immediately got on the dance what floor. Was there? And it was like the, the occasional time where someone like wrote down a recommendation, loads of people dance. But then when no one would recommend them anything, you would just play crap music. It's just like, just play music that's easy, simple, and everyone generally likes and doesn't hate too much. It's not hard, you know? I mean, to be fair, he started way too early. That was another problem. Because mm. he was he was playing music when we were there. Like no one was even in like you got there did you get you got there before I did, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. So you got there and then I, I was one of the first people there as well. Um and it was me and the guys and we kinda of sat at the table and it was like this room with what, ten tables on there or something? Each with about twelve seats or something, or eight tables or twelve seats. And it was like the the dance floor was like the size was, you know, ten meters by ten meters or something like that. And he's playing music from we us getting there. And it was like, everyone was getting there like seven. And it was like... Yeah, I was the first one there, just gone seven. And then it was like Jasmine and Reese. Yeah. Um, and then it was your mum. <laughs> yeah. And then the music started. And then you and Megan got there. And then people started coming in. And the music was already playing. And we were all supposed to be dancing. Like, I can't dance. It's- I haven't had a beverage yet. Well, that's the problem. It was like he was playing music far too early. And the problem is, one of those things that when you start playing music that early and everyone already makes a decision, let's not dance now, you can't, you basically just delay it even longer. 
because if you if you didn't have any music playing until like you know eight thirty, then you start started playing music. Everyone would be like, "Oh, sweet, the music's playing. Let's go dance," you know. But instead, it was just like we've all entered the venue. The music's playing. No one is dancing, and you know, no one wants to be the only person up there dancing as well. It looks weird. It's just wow. like <laughs> what it is. <laughs> it though, it like, totally was me for like about nine songs. I was the only person there dancing. I didn't see that, but I was in, I know, in and out. Outside. Yeah. But yeah, there was quite a lack of people dancing as well. Yeah. It was fucking boiling in there as well, which really yes, it did was, not... there was a warmth. It did not help. It was like, I was in there, because I, me and Megan and you and a few others, we were dancing for a little bit. But I see after like one song, I was sweating one out. And so I had to go outside. And outside was so nice and cool. Outside was like the perfect temperature. But Yeah. That's my mum's wedding, guys. Have you enjoyed it? <laughs> um, <laughs> no, it was it was a good reception overall. It was good. I had quite, I had a good time. Yeah, yeah, I, I liked it. I, I thought it was fine. I just think the DJ wasn't very good. But then I, I don't like most wedding music. You haven't been to one of my wedding receptions then. How many have you had? Well, I, don't, I don't really like... I've got married. I used to be a DJ, didn't I? Did you? Oh, my God. It's like you don't even know me. <laughs> Everyone up north just has been a DJ at some point. Is that Yeah, kind of... me and my friend Pete, we had a um, DJing business. You had a DJing business? Yeah, we used to do party, um, party discos and stuff. I didn't know about that. Okay, well, now you do. <laughs> you don't tell me anything. You haven't told me very much about you and Hull. You're very secretive about it all. Yeah, I know. It's the time of my life. But <sighs> Hull's a shithole. It's, yeah. It was just bad people in there. Yeah, it's bad people. It's a bad place. You get into some weird, like, head spaces and you just you need to get out. <laughs> well, I'd never get went there, so I didn't have to get out. Well, all right, rub that in as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, it's, I came down here to sort my life out. Yeah. Because Hull just wasn't the best place for me. I lived in the worst flat in the world. Um, I hadn't had a job in forever and I was like majorly depressed. Um, I was agoraphobic, I was anxious as fuck. Um, like it just wasn't, it just wasn't working out for me. And on top of that, like, I had boy drama. Um, stupid boy drama <laughs> and I just yeah it it gets to a certain point when you just sort of think ah oh, right I can't really get much lower than this it's time to start climbing the ladder and that's what I did I applied for 84 jobs in one night when I was in the bath one day um, and I Got the job the following week. It was a care job. Was that, <laughs> was that the place I used to pick you up from? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, how that came to be. I applied on the Friday night. I got a saying, can you have a phone interview? And yeah. So I had my phone interview on the Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Um, they explained that it was a relocation. And I was like, yeah, that's absolutely fine. Um, I'm ready to get out of Hull. So did you intend intentionally apply for like 84 jobs that are outside of Hull? No, um, it was 84 jobs when I'd come up because obviously it's Hampshire, it's not quite five miles. 
Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I had my phone interview on the Tuesday and I got my acceptance letter to Hogwarts on the Wednesday. Um, and they said, when can you start? And I was like, well, as soon as possible, really. I've just, you know, it's just a case of me getting there. Hmm. Um, and they said, okay, um, how much time do you need? Um, we can give you up to a thousand pound to help move you. If you want to look for somewhere of your own, then that's fine. We can help do that. Or you can come into this house share that we've got. Like we provide accommodation. Um, I was like, well, I'll just move into the house. That's fine. Um, yeah, two weeks later, I was having me leaving drinks. It's it's the first that most people had heard that I was moving is when I had leaving drinks. I was like, so you're all gathered here today um, because I'm leaving in four days. <laughs> um, yeah, and then I moved to Southampton. And now you're moving back. And now I'm moving back. <laughs> but woo. <laughs> well, maybe you move back down again. Yeah. Yeah, people have said that I'm probably going to come back. Maybe. I think you've said it. I I just said that it's rarely the place which is the issue. It's more just... Me. Break away from them. And then in the new place you're at, you have a few problems that are different and aren't as bad in a lot of ways, but are more financially strenuous than people-orientated. And then you move back to the place where you were originally, you're probably going to run into the same problems. Which is the issue, and I, but I also said like the thing is is that people people think about moving as such a permanent thing. You know, they go, oh, "I'm moving to Hull or I'm moving to Southampton, whatever." It's like, well, first of all, Hull and Southampton they're in the same country; they're a few hours away from each other, so you can get to them. It's not it's not that hard. Um, it could be a bit of a pain, but it's not like ridiculously hard. But it's like if you move up to Hull in six months' time, you might go, you know what, I'm fucking take double. It'd be so much easier for you to find a job. Yeah. Uh, not only in general, um, but also if you want to move back down to Southampton at any point, it would be a case of, okay, well, you just. Car and go. Well, not even that. You'd just be able to. You'd be able to commute, maybe not like three, four hours every day, but <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, if for the first month or so, you could just come down here, crash, I don't know, here or something like, or someone else's place for a bit. Um, and then go back up to Hull for the weekend. And then if the job worked out, then you'd move, you know, as opposed to at the moment, you just kind of, as you said earlier, you have to repack and redo everything constantly and move up and down and stuff. I'm used to moving though. We moved around quite a lot growing up. Yeah, Reese was like that. Reese didn't have a permanent place until he was at the school or the, when he went to the school that I went to in secondary school, um, he was there. I think from year seven. Yeah, it must have been because I think the first day he spoke to Kieran. So yeah, and he moved house two or three times while at Chamberlain. It was at least once. He lived in at least two different locations, but something like that. But he used to move around all the time when he was younger and stuff. Um, whereas I lived... This house is the... F- My mum. Yeah. And how long That's ago was mad, that? That's mad, isn't it? It depends. When did you move out? Um... Uh, when was it? 2008. That's 10 years. That's yeah. less than how. That's basically you just move once a year. Which isn't, yeah. which isn't now. It's where Reese lives. Uh, lived, rather. Uh, obviously, it's not my 
Or if I didn't know, it's on my PlayStation. It's in a story. Let's all just sit around and talk about my mate. And then I want to. Well, I suppose he's been in the podcast a few times, but still, um, he doesn't listen to this. He'll say all his deepest and darkest secrets on this episode, and he will never listen, and he'll never know. He, I'm pretty sure he likes Hannah Montana. That's Callum. Does Callum actually like Hannah Montana? Oh, I am going to rip the shit out of him. <laughs> he was in love with Miley Cyrus, like when she did. I think we all stuff. were in love with her a little bit. Not really. I wanted to fuck her, but I wasn't in love with her. I actually, I don't know. This is why I brought it up. I was watching kind of Montana forever the other day. Gross. I know. Well, I'd run out of episodes of Criminal Minds to watch. What you should do is text me and I'll give you literally anything else on the planet to watch. <laughs> uh, no, the sky's run out now as well. So I thought I'm going to make the most of it. Disney Channel it up. Oh, Hannah Montana Forever's on. That's fantastic. And it was the few episodes where she decides to tell everyone that she is... And it's like, this is so emotional. I'm 26 years old. And I'm wanting... Okay, I'm 26 years old. And I cried. Hannah Montana forever. (laughs) What the fuck? But you cry at quite a few things, though. (laughs) That's because I'm so emotional. Yeah, I haven't cried at any movies. I've almost cried at the end of Forrest Gump. That's pretty heart-wrenching. Bridge to Terabithia as well. Both of those films are very upsetting. I haven't seen that. Don't watch Bridge to Terabithia. It's it's an actively shit film. It's really crap. It's just the last half hour is needlessly depressing. It's a a kid's film. It's like a PG. It's crap and it's boring. Um, Isn't The Rock in it? I don't know. I can't remember. I remember the guy who plays Peter from uh, Hunger Games is in it. Um, And a girl who's in... Gosh, she's in hundreds of things. I can't remember what what she's in. Um, she's in the way way back, but you haven't seen that, nope. and, and the reaping, and I haven't seen that. I just know she's on the cover. I don't know. She's what a young blonde girl who isn't the young blonde girl in Kick Ass. She's in some other stuff. Um, you'd recognise her if you saw her. But it's those two. It's, oh, the plot is the plot of Drift Cerberus is quite dull, but oh, the first hour just nothing happens for ages, and then the last half hour is soul crushingly depressing for no reason there's memes online about it called Bridge to Terabithia more like Bridge to rip my fucking heart out it's just horrendous it's, it's just so depressing it's unnecessary um, media and then I got bored and left <laughs> you left a media class because they're playing one of the highest rated films of all time I was really bored and I had other stuff to do so I just left was this in college or school, sorry? School. Was this a GCSE? Yeah. How did you just leave? Bloody films that you need to show me. You showed me every Fast and Furious movie. That's because you showed me every Star Wars movie. Right, now guys at home, I want you to listen to this, okay? <laughs> now listen, to, let's just rewind and repeat exactly what was just said. She'd never seen a Star Wars film. I'd never seen a Fast and Furious film. I know, how shocking is that? And you're like... The the Fast and Furious movies, the first four of them are actively crap. No, you're actively crap. The first one is okay. The second one is terrible. The third one we didn't watch because it's so bad, and you said to not bother either. Oh, yes, because the third one is awful. Yeah, then the fourth one is crap as well, and then the fifth one is all right, and then the sixth, seventh, and eighth ones are actively really good. But it's like... It's one of those things where it's like, the reason the 6th, 7th, and 8th ones are so good is because the whole time they're basically ripping on the two-dimensional characters from the earlier ones with the new characters. You've got Jason Statham, Kurt Russell, and The Rock, who can all actually act, and they're all just ripping on, uh, is it Tyrese? Tyrese Gibson, yeah. Yeah, Tyrese, Paul, and 
I mean, Ludacris isn't bad in it. He, he can act. He's been fine in the whole thing. And Vin Diesel just kind of mumbles at everything. And it's just like, the whole, they're basically ripping on them constantly because Vin Diesel's meant to seem like this hard man and then The Rock comes into it and would just fucking, his, his nickname is the man. He's, he's the, he's won the championship of like the world's strongest man. He's like seven and a half feet tall. Um, I, I don't know what his name is because I'm a terrible person, but he is huge. He's at fire. I kind of get it because you know, Jason Statham's this sort of, he's not a secret agent he's like an underground hitman-y thing I don't know it's quite he seems to just do everything bad um, and then him in the rock fight and well, that is a really really good fight scene in the prison yeah well the prison the prison one is amazing as well but I'm, I meant the one in the office but, oh yeah but the thing is the, the good thing is with that one is the rock does basically beat the shit out of him <laughs> and he basically just runs away because that's that's what happens when he gets blown out the window and shit but um, yeah it's uh, Gregor Cle- Clegane is the name of the uh, is the name of the, the mountain. There he is standing uh, next to the one of the directors, and um, Ow. Of, throw a phone at you. Come down. That the wo- rock's so much bigger. Just yeah, he's that, tall, that woman, but the rock's way bigger than him. The, the the rock is actively shorter than he is. Right, but he's got the rock. Just to clarify, not the rock. Well, the rock is, but the mountain is as well. It's like the size of his arms. His arm is like the width of your torso. Like, he's gigantic. Like, in the show, he fights people. (laughs) He fights people and he's gigantic. I see what you mean. You know what I meant. Um, uh, What are we talking about? Fast and Furious and Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. To be fair, there there are a lot of inconsistencies. No, it's not. Um, There's a lot of inconsistencies with with the Star Wars movies in general anyway. Like, you know, the first one being not great and then a lot of people thinking the second one's also not great and then a fair amount of people thinking the third one is also not great and everyone bumming the originals and then everyone quite liking Rogue One and Seven and then Solo being alright and then Episode 8 splitting everyone in half Is that the most recent one? Uh, the most recent one that we saw was Solo but Episode 8, I don't want to spoil it for No, I meant the other one, because you can't really count that solo one, because yeah, it didn't off. have anything to do with anything. Yeah, um, yeah, Last Jedi, yeah. I don't want you to yes. say anything that happened in it, but... That was good. That was a good film. I enjoyed it as well, but a lot of people hated it. Some people think it's like the, one, the worst Star Wars film ever, and I was like, you can't... It's a bit harsh. I was like, you can't watch a film with Jar Jar Binks in it and think that Last Jedi is worse. I don't understand. <laughs> oh, that's... But. I bought Coco on DVD the other day. Nice. Yeah, it was like six pound in CAX, and I've got to buy it. Don't you have a? Do you actually have a? Uh, doesn't it? Yeah. Did you want? Do you own no, any? It's fine. Do you own any Blu-rays? No, you know I don't. That are you actually bothered by the Blu-ray player then? No, not at all. Okay, okay. I'd like my carrier bag back though. Okay, I'll give you the carrier bag back after the podcast. <laughs> or can I just give you another Tesco carrier bag that's similar? No. Okay. This one's got fold binds in. Not on the inside. No, on the on the outside. Oh, like that one. Like yeah, my mum makes us full carrier bags. What? My mum. She makes us fold carrier bags. Oh, I see. I was well, well confused then. I was like, your mate, your mum makes full of carrier bags, like full. I thought you said full up. I was well confused. I'm sorry, you're looking at me like that. <laughs> I wasn't going anywhere. That oh. thought. I was nothing, <laughs> nothing at all, nothing. But um, what? I, how do we get onto Fast and Furious and Star Wars? I don't know. Oh, because you've seen Forrest Gump. We're talking about films that we really, cry. Really, I don't think that was the jump. 
Yeah, it was because I was talking about a part of it that makes me cry, and you were like, "I've never seen Forrest Gump." I said, "I'll make you watch them," and then you uh, said, "Yeah, okay." Yeah, because we were talking about films. Because you were watching something earlier that made you. Oh, it's Hannah Montana. God, bloody Hannah Montana! Yeah, I'm not a fan of that show. There's quite a few old Disney shows that I did quite like though, that you watch now and they're terrible. Mm. So Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. Uh, oh yeah, that's so Raven. That film was that film was oh, Have you is seen terrible. the new? It's like Raven's Gone Home or something, and... I don't have the Disney Channel, so. Okay, well, you're not... It's basically just That's a Raven, but with her son? What, well, both her and her son have visions? Yeah. That's just crap. Yeah. Not to mention that That's a Raven was crap anyway. It's well good. What? She went off into that little world and saw disastrous things happening and then made them happen. It's just life. <laughs> It was it was a good metaphor for life, but the problem is that every single episode the same thing happened. Yeah, she, she saw something. <laughs> it's just like how is it? She was like, I think she was meant to be in high school and stuff, but America they're a bit older than they are over here. Mm. So I think she was maybe like somewhere between seventeen, eighteen, that sort of age. I was like, how many seventeen or eighteen year olds have a thing where they have a vision? I mean, how many episodes of that were there? There's got to be at least 100 or something. Before we even said there were 50. Like, how many fucking times can someone do the same thing and not learn? It's literally like, are you an idiot? Are you mentally deficient? It's like, oh, I had a vision. I'm going to try and stop it happening. Oh, me stopping it happening meant it happened. Lesson learned, 20 episodes later, the exact thing is happening. It's just constantly, oh, God, there's really bad things happening. I have to do loads of these convoluted, stupid things to make this not happen. Oh, wait, these convoluted, stupid things I did actually made it happen. Who would have known? Everyone who watches That's a Raven because it's every single episode. All right, calm yourself. Ugh. What was annoyed me that Eddie was like, I don't know, he's kind of a weak character, kind of boring. But her friend Chelsea, she's one of those characters that is, like, so dumb, it's not even, like, it's it's impossible. Like, she, her being in the same, like, classes as Raven and things like that, but she was just so thick. She's, it was like the dialogue was written by, like, a four-year-old. It was just, like, she was terrible. And it was meant to be for humour. But it wasn't like, have you seen the new Ghostbusters? The book of Melissa McCarthy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know Chris Hemsworth in that. Yeah, I do. He's hilarious because he's he's obviously so dumb it's comedic, and that's like he's he's obviously it's going to be a tongue in cheek sort of parody of whenever you have loads of women mm. who have loads <laughs> of men in power, and then they have a woman receptionist, and she's really dumb. They made him so dumb that it couldn't be conceivable that he'd be dumb, and they're like that's the running joke of the film. But that's a film. This is a, like the Chelsea was like a co-star. She's not one of the main characters in a fairly long running series. And she was just so dumb the whole time. And it wasn't funny. And it wasn't clever. It was just boring. Corey was annoying as well. Do you watch that spin-off, Corey in the House? Hmm. What a terrible... I watched a couple of episodes. What a terrible idea for a sitcom. Yeah. I'm not a fan of Disney shows anymore. It was all about... It was all about Nickelodeon. SpongeBob and Fairly Odd Parents. So the way to go. Oh, Fairly Odd Parents. Fairly Odd Parents is one of the best shows ever. I wish they'd bring it back, but I have a feeling if they did, they'd ruin it. Because hmm. they brought back like the Powerpuff Girls and a few other things and Scooby Doo. But they brought, yeah, but they remake Scooby Doo every few years. They I just know, they shouldn't. It's the new ones, right. he looks really weird. I've seen like there was one series of Scooby Doo. I think was it Monsters Unleashed or was that the second movie? I can't remember. But there was one series that was actually really, really good. I know you love Scooby Doo. So you think they're all good, but no, no, I don't. There's this new monstrosity that they've created just oh it makes me feel physically sick 
Yeah, I know you're a massive Scooby-Doo fan. What do you think of the movies of Scooby-Doo? <laughs> they were so shit. It was great. <laughs> I remember thinking they were good when I first saw them. and then How I'll... did they get a dog on a plane dressed up as a woman? What on earth? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. It's it ridiculous. Uh, and then when that, <sighs> the girl on the on the plane to Shaggy, uh, he says, you know, what's your name? She says, Mary Jane. He's like, hey, that's my favourite name. And it's like, hey, joke, because he's a stoner. And, yeah. Yeah, funny. Um, I must admit, though, it was a bit of a plot twist when it turned out that Scrappy was the bad man. That, what? Yeah. That bloody little puppy. <laughs> Oh, you're rat bag. I thought it was really weird. I, I still have, every now and then I think about it, how weird the scene is where he's drinking that potion and he starts becoming gigantic. <laughs> it's really weird. I think I have, I have a weird thing about people becoming gigantic. Like, not a good thing, like a bad thing. It makes me really uncomfortable. Like, I think it's because like, transformations and things. Like, you know when you see, like, a film where someone turns into something and their bones start, like, snapping and, like, morphing Like into- in Twilight. I haven't seen Twilight. What? Yeah, but I've agreed to watch all the Twilight films of Amelie and Megan. Well, you're in for an education. Or vampires that twinkle. Yeah. Yippee. <laughs> um, you're going to love them. Yes, I am. I'm definitely you're going to fall in love with our pats. I reckon I, I, you will be Team Edward. I don't know about that. I mean, Robert Patterson, I'm trying to think. I've seen him in something else. And he wasn't Harry that- Potter. Well, yeah, I know I've seen him in as Cedric... Um, Skullduggery, but um, I know it's Cedric Diggory for any Harry Potter fans who are losing their mind thinking I think that's what his name is. I uh, almost just jumped up and punched him in the face, don't worry. <laughs> okay. Yeah, um, when he, you know, was blissfully taken off our screens, um, it was, he wasn't actually bad acting in that, but there, there was something else I saw him in, I can't remember what it was, but apparently, according to some reviews and stuff, he's actually not, not a bad actor at all. But I saw Kirsten Stewart in. I saw her in one film and she wasn't that bad, but I saw her in a film called Adventureland and she was awful in that. Yeah, I've briefly have seen bits of that. Oh, it's film terrible. Was awful. Yeah, it was like it was Bill Hader who's normally really good. You got Jesse Eisenberg who's normally really good, and you got Kirsten Stewart who's dead average. So I was like, well, this should make a half good film. It just it wasn't. No. It was so boring. Like, I remember watching it over Rob's, and it was like the plot was so dull and so predictable and nothing was funny except there was this one character who for some reason just kept kicking the main character in the nuts like every 15 or 20 minutes or so it just kept happening and it was like it's predictable but it was still funny but that was the best part of the film it's like if your best part of a film is a running gag of someone being kicked in the nuts your film is shit mm. oh that film sucked like, I remember watching like Zombieland and then Adventureland I was like yeah and I, couldn't, I couldn't deal with it they're making another zombie land. Yeah. Oh, fuck off. Water for Elephants. Is that what you've seen him in? I haven't seen that film. Oh, it's a really good film. I've heard about it. I don't know what it is. It's something to do with the circus. Uh, mm, oh, and elephants. Yeah, actually. How did you know? Um, I don't know. Psychic. No, I can't remember what it's about. I saw it uh, bloody a million years ago. But it's a good film. It's got quite a... A good message. Elephants need water. <laughs> but that is true, though, isn't it? Like, yeah, elephants do need water. Okay, or, good. You know, just like humans do. But no, it's, it's. I'm pretty sure, like, it's like some blonde woman is in it as well, and they fall in love, but she's married, and it's about like them trying to have an affair. 
and stuff like that. I don't know. It was, I saw it a long time ago. But it's a good film. He is a good actor in it. Right. I'll have that to take, was my point. Okay. I'll, I'll have to take your word for that. Well, I might make you watch it. When? When you come and visit me. Well, yeah, I imagine Megan will probably want to see that if it's some sort of chick flicky yeah. sort of film. I don't know. I mean, she likes... Yeah, she liked all the Disney films, obviously. obviously. Like Harry Potter. Um, she's enjoying all the Star Wars, but hadn't seen them all yet. Um, I think we're watching episode six tomorrow or something. Um, but... Yeah, I don't know, we'll figure it out. You will have to watch Forrest Gump at some point, though. I'm not watching fucking... I probably will, but it, Blue- it's just not going to be high up on my list. Ghosts. Uh-huh. Uh, that random loud noise was. Um, I, the thing is, is, it's kind of upsetting because F- Forrest Gump is one of my favourite films ever. Okay, but one of my favourite films ever is The Greatest Showman, and you refuse to watch that. No, what happened was, I said... I would go to the cinema and see it with you if you were desperate to see it with someone. And then you said, I've already seen it in the cinema. And I was like, okay, that's good because I'm quite busy anyway. And then it wasn't out on home release for ages. And then we've seen each other like twice since you got it. No, I think you're getting confused with a different film. Am I? Yeah. I thought Great Showman hasn't been out that long. Yeah, you're, you're getting confused. The Great Showman I went and see on a date with Martin. Oh, yeah, must be then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're getting confused. Yeah. Yeah, I do need to. I think... Well, the thing is, is that... I wanted to see... Um, oh, my days, what's it called? Um, oh. The one about country music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, is it Star is Born? No. I do want to go see that, actually. <laughs> it was because it was, it was around the time when I took you for your birthday won it and yeah. we saw Ant-Man and the Wasp and there was like nothing on <laughs> there was like as Mission Impossible uh, Fallout but I hadn't seen Ghost Protocol Rogue Nation oh my god what is it called um yeah you mentioned country music yeah yeah cause, and oh, I looked it up didn't I yeah and then it turned out that it was out it was already out on DVD that's gonna really annoy me I can't remember how it's called. I remember the artwork was like yellowish I can't remember I can't remember, if I'm being honest. I could only imagine. Okay. I wouldn't have guessed that. Guess that. That's yeah. Good. No, that's yeah. what it was, yeah. Yeah, well, that's how... Because I remember looking that up, and it was, it was on at, like, one time, like, 2.15 in the day, wasn't it? It was yeah. ridiculous on, like, a fucking Monday. <laughs> I was like, there's no way I'm going to be able to see that. Um, yeah. Well, the thing is, Megan's getting me to watch a lot more musicals and stuff. Like, we'll have to see Wicked oh, in a few amazing. weeks. Yeah. Um, and then, before we're seeing Wicked, we're going to... Not like the night, but uh, a week or so before we're going to watch Wizard of Oz because I haven't watched that in about 10 years. Um, I'm not going to lie to you and I'm not going to spoil Wicked for you, but you don't need to. I, I imagine, I know you don't need to, but I, it's kind of fun, isn't it? You know, I like, it's not when you go and watch a film that's like a remake or a prequel or a reboot or a sequel of a film that hasn't been out in ages, you know. Okay, I now have a question for you. Finish what you were saying. I just remembered I have a question. I was more just talking about musicals in general, like rambling on what we're going to ask. Mary Poppins 2, have you seen the trailer? No. Watch the trailer because it's basically the kids are grown up and they have kids of their own and Mary Poppins has come to save the day again and there's this one line in the trailer and it just, it, oh, my blood just boiled. She hit the Michael. It's like, Mary Poppins, you haven't aged at all. 
fuck off, kid. It's a different bloody woman. And it oh, it just angered me. Right. Okay. Yeah. But it looks like it's going to be a really good film. Does and it? I'm it quite sounds, excited to go it see it. terrible. It makes no sense. Like, hey, I raised these kids to not be little shitheads. But what they've done is raise kids that are shitheads. It's like, we've raised... You've, they're terrible parents then yeah not obviously every parent who has a kid who's a bad kid is a terrible parent but most of them are it's kind of the fat thing they're both pretty most of the time when there's something bad going on in sort of an aspect of your life there is a degree of control over it if you're over a certain age you know so the human me earlier when you were talking about your dad and you were saying that you were aware after the phone call and you're like I'm in trouble with my dad <laughs> and I was like and you, I know you were saying it to be more uh, more in a joking sense but it was still like no I am actually in trouble with my dad I know but you you were still <laughs> saying it in a more of a jokey way but it was still funny that you could say that and I was like I can't even remember the last time my mum even tried to I'm, I'm pretty chill generally like when it comes to you know misbehaving or anything but like my mum, I think I got grounded once, and that was for about it's about ten hours. No, yeah, it was about twelve hours or something. Because I basically wow. was basically because I got grounded when I lost. I admitted to my parents I couldn't find my trainers. I'd lost them, and then I found them the next day at school, and they ungrounded me, and that was it. Like it just turned out I left them in a the classroom of some sort. Like, White from... privilege, Jesus. <laughs> well, it, it was also the thing is, if my getting in trouble is like well. With me, like I wasn't like a sociable kid who was going out all the time. So it's like the only week, like go to your room. It's like well, where all my video games are, which is what I do every night anyway. So like, how can you punish me for that? It was things like that. I would say that there's also you know I didn't. It wasn't like my parents were trying to punish me and I'd outsmart them. It was no, I just I didn't get into trouble. I didn't do anything really that bad. I just talked back quite a lot. But I'm being in trouble. Like I've obviously lived away from my mum now for, for over four years. And as soon as you move out, they just lose all power over you anyway. But even when I was living with her, she couldn't really she couldn't tell me off in the same way because I'm just an adult. You, you can't really be told off in the same way when you're an adult. That's the weird thing about being an adult when you stop being yeah, a kid. Yeah, it's even worse when you're an adult and your parents are shouting at you for something. It's horrible. Um, well, to be honest, my dad got ill when I was, like, 18. And... I moved out when I was 20, so I haven't really been an adult when my parents shout at me. I shouted at my mum. That's not nice. You should never shout at your parents. I, d- I try not to. I, it was only once. It was because... Uh, she bought too many shoes. No, I don't care about that. She has, but that's not an issue. <laughs> no, it, I, I just... I, I say shout. I didn't like, scream or anything. I just raised my voice. I was very annoyed. Um, it was just because uh, my dad did this like charity gig. You know, the, He did it on my birthday, You know, the two months before he died. Record. I recorded it with my video camera. I cleaned up the audio. We also found some reel to reels of him playing some of those songs that he played there from in like 1976 with one of the guys who was on stage with him. Um, and I released like this double album thing. I designed all the artwork and everything. Um, at my previous job, we made it and produced it, all that sort of stuff. Uh, did it for cost price. My, my boss did at the time. He did it for cost price. We had like a hundred. We we sold like fifty or something, and then Mum had the rest, and then she just threw them all out. Oh. And that was about. I found that out about a year ago, and I was absolutely furious because I told her I would have kept them happily. If it was a space issue, I would have kept them. Because hmm. now I, I'm fortunately I kept a copy, and I've got a copy upstairs, um, and I've also got the two master discs that are copies of the audio after I edited them. 
Um, and I've got the designs on my computer. So if I didn't need to, I, I could give them, I could get them reprinted to stuff, but it's quite expensive to get a double album of the quality we got done at. It would be about 500 quid. Wow. And we got it for about 180. And it was just really annoying. Mum just threw 50. She didn't even ask me. That was just the annoying thing. But that, that was the only time I've ever yelled at my mum, or at least I can remember for a while. Obviously, when dad passed away and we were living in the house together, there was tensions quite high and we yelled at each other a fair amount. But apart from that small period of life, it was nothing else, really. It's just that. Yeah. Kind of bore it down now. You look really sad. Yeah. I always get sad when you talk about it. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. Oh, well, it's getting near the two hour mark, so I might as well wrap it up and finish it. Okay, uh, that's pretty much it. There's not really much to say. You're not like a normal guest where it's like, thank you for coming on so much. It's more just like, get the fuck out. <laughs> you've been go home now. <laughs> yeah, you've been in long enough. Just go. <laughs> just just go. We're kind of done. We've done it. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm joking. Thank you very much for coming on. That's uh, okay. Cool. And uh, when you move back up to Hull, hopefully we'll still see each other. Hopefully you can make time for me. Yeah, because that's going to be the issue. <laughs> It's taking you a year to have me on this bloody fucking podcast. I want to wait as long as possible so the most amount of people could hear you talk. No, don't even give me that. <laughs> you lie. <laughs> I've been busy. Had other people to uh, come on the podcast, and when I've been hanging out with you, I wanted to hang out with you and not have it recorded for two hours. And me faffing about with it for forty minutes beforehand. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well. Anyway. Uh. Thanks for coming on and. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Time to go to bed. <laughs> and that's the end of part two. Thanks as always for tuning in, guys. Um, next week, I'm not sure which episode I'll be releasing. Um, I've got one recorded with Headley Knights of We Fix Space Junk. I've got one with a gentleman called Junior who runs the clothing brand We The Lifers. Um, I've also got two podcasts lined up, uh, one on this Friday and one on Saturday. So I've got those. I may end up releasing one of those. I'm not really fully sure what I'm doing. So it's going to be an adventure for all of us. Um, not really much else to add, just the usual sort of, you know, follow us on the social media things, you know, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, Twitter, I promote quite a few other people's podcasts and have a lot of interaction on there. Uh, Facebook is just kind of releasing new episodes. I don't post that much on the Facebook page. Uh, and then there's the Instagram account, which as I said in the intro, I have a lot of images on there. Um, I keep up to date with more my, my sort of personal life. Halloween costumes recently are on there. Um, images from Iceland from what me and Sophie were talking about in the last podcast. Um, me and Alex did a podcast a couple of weeks back and I got photos of his tattoos as well as his tan lines from wearing flip flops too much. So if you're interested in any of those things, uh, check out, you know, genuine chit chat on Instagram. Um, yeah, I'd say apart from that, the usual, you know, like us on iTunes if you can, um, or not like us on iTunes, review us even on iTunes. Um, it does really help us go up the charts. Um, but also, if you find any episodes you find interesting, what really helps is actually sharing it with people, be it on social media or with word of mouth. Just there's, I've got a lot of episodes in the catalogue, really one of almost there's almost anything someone would like i'd imagine so if you fancy trawling through the catalogue or you can go on youtube and on youtube i've kind of set them up in sort of playlists of sort of genre in a way um so you can check that out and send them to people if you find if you think they may be interested but if not just you listening is more than enough for me so that's it for me really guys thanks as always for tuning in and i'll talk to you all next week <laughs>